1791, three years had passed since Mozart had composed a piano concerto. His concert dates were fewer and struggles with personal finances only increased. The 27th concerto was premiered just months before his unexpected death in late 1791, and it's been tempting to view this concerto as some kind of premonition of farewell. In this final piano concerto that Mozart premiered for a benefit concert, we have a work much more subtle than many of its predecessors, its nobility on full display. Similar to the 40th symphony composed just a few years earlier, Mozart opens this concerto with a soft shimmering of strings before the opening melody is introduced. Throughout this movement, the music slips between major and minor key, contributing a sense of longing. The second movement also finds a wistful sense between soloist and orchestra, with the poignancy of the music rivaling Mozart's slow movement of his minor keyed concertos. While Mozart continues to flirt with minor keys in the finale, this rondo repeated theme is decidedly more playful in nature. Mozart was so taken by the theme that just a few days after completing the concerto, he used the theme again in a song about a child's longing for spring. Come, dear May, and make the trees green again, and let us blossom the little violets at the brook. Jeffrey Kahane is our soloist and conductor joining the San Diego Symphony for this performance of Mozart's Last Piano Concerto, number 27, in B-flat major.
Piano Concerto Number no. 27 in B flat major, record listing 595 by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Jeffrey Kahane was the soloist, leading the San Diego Symphony from the keyboard. The concert where Mozart debuted this, his last piano concerto, took place in March 1791. It was a benefit concert for the clarinetist Josef Baer, a musician whom Mozart admired and had met some years earlier in Paris. This turned out to be Mozart's last public appearance as a concertizing musician and also featured performances by Mozart's sister-in-law Aloysia, his first love. The concert was well received with reports noting the audience, quote, enjoyed Mozart's art in composition and performance. Robert and Clara Schumann were greeted as heroes when they moved to Dusseldorf in 1850. They were feted with serenades outside their window, and a festival of Schumann's music was capped with a celebratory dinner. But two years later, he was asked to resign his post as music director of the orchestra, simply having not been up to the task. But in between was a great burst of activity in the form of two major piano works, the cello concerto, and this third symphony. This opening movement was Schumann's inspiration of seeing the great cathedral of Cologne from boat on the Rhine River, which was a leisurely day trip from Dusseldorf. Schumann's use of syncopated rhythm gives the music written in the dance meter of three a regal quality. The rhythms of the water have inspired composers throughout the generations, most notably Beethoven in his Pastoral Symphony. Schumann's original title for his scherzo was Morning on the Rhine, which pays tribute to the constant undulating movement of the waters. One prominent feature of this Rhenish symphony is that it is in five movements instead of the standard four. After the slow movement that Schumann simply describes as not fast, comes the processional. This was music inspired by the Schumann's second visit to Cologne, this time going into the cathedral during the ceremonies marking the elevation of the archbishop to cardinal. The solemn processional and the sounds of the brass filling a magnificent space made an indelible impression on the composer. Finally, the cheerful finale, marked lively, is suggestive of a festival day. As Schumann works his themes together as the work comes to its conclusion, he inserts the opening phrase of the first movement one final time. Schumann is reminding his listeners of not only his awe of the great spectacles the Rhine has to offer, but the immense happiness of his life at that time in 1850. The San Diego Symphony, led by Jeffrey Kahane, plays the Symphony No. 3 in E-flat, Opus 97, The Rhenish Symphony, by Robert Schumann.
The San Diego Symphony has played the last of Robert Schumann's symphonies, The Rhenish, published as the Symphony No. 3 in E-flat major, Opus 97. Jeffrey Kahane was the conductor. For all the joys of his journeys on the Rhine and the promise his new conducting post held for Schumann in late 1850, things did not end well. He was released by the symphony in 1852, and in early 1854, suffering from demonic visions, Schumann despondently hurled himself into the freezing Rhine River, trying to kill himself. While he physically survived his attempt at drowning, his mental health continued to decline in the sanatorium where he was committed, dying there in July 1856. Today's broadcast by the San Diego Symphony was recorded in the orchestra's home, the Jacobs Music Center, in April 2018. Engineering support for these broadcasts is provided by Eric Clinton. I'm your producer, Douglas Dillon, and you're listening to the San Diego Symphony on KPBS, 89.5 FM San Diego and KQVO, 97.7 FM Calexico.